Hello, friend, and welcome to the DIY Music Factory podcast brought to you by Bobby Manila Audio. The DIY Music Factory podcast is a no-fuss approach to home recording for the everyday wannabe rock star. I'm your host, Bobby Manila, and welcome to today's episode. Releasing your music and putting it out into the world on streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music is an exceptionally exciting time for any buddy home recording enthusiast. For me, it's one of the most satisfying parts of my music creation process. Apart from releasing a song or a set of songs and being able to share them with my family, friends, and fans, it's when I get to end that creative arc with those particular songs. Once I release music, it frees me from the creative pull associated with those songs, allowing me to move on and start creating new music again. And thus, an exciting new creative cycle begins. But when you're new to releasing music, how do you choose which platform to use to distribute your music? There are a lot of distribution platforms out there offering distribution of your music to all of the streaming services, and each has its particular nuances. I was inspired for this podcast after speaking with a friend of mine who was about to start releasing music on streaming sites. He told me he was leaning towards using a platform that was going to charge him $250 to distribute his music, but it would give him everything he needed to do so. I was like, WTF, bro, $250 to disperse his music to streaming sites. I nearly had a heart attack of catastrophic proportions when he told me this. There are plenty of cheaper options, but I argue, why would you pay for distribution at all when you're commencing your journey of releasing music? If you don't yet have a fan base that will supply you with enough streams to generate the revenue needed to pay for distribution, perhaps starting out with a free platform is the way to go. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the DIY Music Factory podcast, a show for budding home recording enthusiasts thinking about trying to monetize their passion for home recording. My name is Bobby, a fellow home recording enthusiast, sharing my thoughts and insights as I navigate my music business journey with you. Today's topic is why I prefer free music distribution platform over a paid one. All topics discussed within are my own thoughts, insights, and observations, and should be taken as such. I know all about shiny object syndrome all too well. <laughs> I understand the pull of the exciting features and possibilities that come with something new. I know what it's like to be overwhelmed by the amount of choice and options available when you're doing your due diligence to find the best version of a new something specifically tailored for you. And music distribution platforms are no different. Each comes with unique shiny bells and whistles, each offering the same service at its core. One of the main differentiators you'll find is the payment model. Most offered tiered subscription models, unlocking more features as you ascend the payment pyramid, and others request a pay-per-release model where you pay based on single EP or album. But whichever way you slice and dice it, it appears you need to pay upfront to get your music out on streaming sites. And while for the most part the cost of entry is somewhat low, it's still money that needs to be recouped by you, the artist. Depending on your lifestyle and your finances, you may not give a second thought to paying upfront to release your music. But some of us have family responsibilities that come first, 
and others may not have the financial stability or flexibility to commit to a payment model. Even just getting to the stage where you're releasing music costs a bunch of money. You've gotten yourself at minimum a computer and recording software, an interface and something to listen to your work. Now it's time to release your music and yet again, there is a gateway that requires you to open up your wallet just to get into the game. One of the things I find particularly alarming is that some of these subscription platforms will remove your music from streaming sites if you cancel your subscription, thus tying you to the service to keep your music online. I genuinely feel that this is a really crappy model and that artists should avoid giving these services their hard-earned money. You still have to make that money back and streaming royalties require a lot of marketing work and hustle on your end to do so. However, there are services out there that are free. You don't have to pay up front or subscribe to get your music into the world, nor will they take your music down for unsubscribing, which you wouldn't have done as you're using a free model. Their sites may not be as flashy looking, and to be honest, they all have their unique platform quirks, but at the core, offer you the ability to get your music out and have access to basic metrics at no upfront cost. Knowing this leads me to ask, why choose a paid platform for music distribution, especially when you're just starting out? My humble opinion, take it or leave it, is that if you're a home recording enthusiast taking your first steps into releasing music, you should diversify your potential revenue streams, depending on what you're capable of and want to offer from your home studio. For example, I offer a small range of services like mixing and mastering for clients. I also release my music for sale online on Bandcamp, where my family, friends and fans can listen to and purchase my music if they want. I also distribute my music on all streaming platforms like Spotify and put my music on royalty-free stock music libraries for sale on platforms like Pond5. Even if you're not offering any services, I wholeheartedly encourage home recording enthusiasts and artists to diversify the markets in which they release their music and not put all of their eggs into the streaming service basket. Your singular release has the potential to serve more people in more places and potentially earn you more money by diversifying the locations in which you release your music. Let's take a quick break from this conversation and talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is me. Ta-da! If you're a rock-oriented artist in need of a little help with your project, I offer a small range of services to help you actualize the music you have inside of you. Head over to bobbymineralaudio.com.au to see my services, listen to my portfolio or schedule a call so we can talk about your project on a more personable level. That's bobbymineralaudio.com.au. And now let's get back to the conversation. Why am I adamant about diversifying where you release your music and not just focusing on streaming royalties? I'll answer that question with a question. Have you looked into the payouts of streaming platforms? It's not the most lucrative income model, but you can release your music and earn money if people listen. I urge you to Google 
how many streams does it take to make $1 and see what comes up? The numbers vary from platform to platform, but it takes anywhere from 78 to 725 or more streams to earn $1 of streaming revenue. If you want to break it down even more to make $100, you'll need to generate around 25,000 streams per month. So thinking about my buddy who was thinking about outlaying $250 on a distribution service, he needs more than 60,000 streams to recoup that initial outlay. If you're thinking about using one of the more popular sites that offer distribution for a monthly subscription, think about how many recurring monthly streams you need to merely recoup your subscription fees. Everyone's finances and situations are different, so spending money on a monthly subscription with no return on investment may not be an issue for some. But for others, a little thought and investigation into other scenarios does make sense. Now, I am in no way trying to discourage anyone from wanting to pursue their dreams of releasing music to earn money on streaming sites. Simply to put some thought into it and be realistic about your expectations. If you're newly starting out and haven't spent the time and effort cultivating an audience or fan base of people who will support you and your music, perhaps looking into a free distribution service is a better option. You can always change services later and use one of the paid ones once you've started releasing, releasing your music and put in the time to grow your audience, should you choose. But initially, I wouldn't be so keen to jump into a pay-to-play distribution service when I'm just getting into the game. You may have sensed by now that I am actually leading up to a reveal regarding a free music distribution platform. I'll preface this by saying that if you do your due diligence, you will find that there are a few of these services around. That said, over the years that I've been actively releasing music and helping my friends with theirs, I've become fond of a service called RootNote. RootNote offers both free and paid models when releasing music. After working your way through uploading your music and adding details and metadata of your songs, you have the opportunity to choose how you want to proceed just before sending your tunes off for processing. You can choose to go with a free or pay by release option. I always opt for the free option as it serves all of my needs. Like Bandcamp, artists will keep 85% of their streaming income when they choose the free alternative on RootNote. Now, I've got no problem with this because I currently don't have a massive listenership as I haven't done the hard work to build a solid fan base. I've got other things in my life that take precedence and require my time and attention, but I am more than happy to create and release music using a free distribution model like the one offered on RootNote. Even when you use the free model, RootNote gives you access to data and metrics to see how your music is performing and make informed decisions about how you might want to proceed as a music creator. As I have alluded to earlier, free sites like RootNote come with their particular quirks and nuances. RootNote <laughs> is not the friendliest or most visually appealing website, and the processes involved in uploading for distribution can be a little annoying compared to other platforms. But like everything in life, 
Once you've gone through it a few times, the site begins to make sense and the process gets easier. Knowing that RootNote is safe, that they won't take my music down, that their customer service is responsive, and that they are continually working to forge distribution relationships in new and emerging markets keeps me using the platform. And the fact that all this is free has turned me into somewhat of an evangelist for the platform. And I'm sure all of my friends with whom I talk about music distribution are completely over me preaching about RootNote. That said, I thoroughly encourage you to investigate the platform yourself if you want a safe, reliable, and free music distribution service. And that's it for today, my friends. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate your company. Now let's go and make some music. And that's today's episode in the book. Thank you so much for joining me on the DIY Music Factory podcast. If you feel so inclined, could you please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or follow the show on Spotify? It would be a tremendous help and I would forever be grateful. I appreciate your company today and I look forward to hanging out with you again on the next episode. Mm-hmm.